What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. As always, quick little note before we get started, make sure you're listening on 2x speed because that is a completely different experience. Now, <coughs> along with uh, the the 2x speed thing, uh you might notice some amount of background noise, um, honking and god knows what else, and that is because this is I believe the third episode that I'm recording while I'm in my car and on the road. and i'm not driving i'm i'm just sitting uh, at the side of the road so i was waiting so i thought might as well start recording this episode this is also going to be i believe the first episode where i haven't taken notes yet and uh, i don't know let, let's see let's see how much i can uh, do i just thought you know i'd, I'd use the time effectively so yeah let's get started so it was a relatively mixed day overall uh nifty bank nifty were decently placed i believe nifty was eight gainers and four and uh, bank nifty was eight gainers and four losers and nifty was around that 39 is to 11 mark or something uh again i i unfortunately do, unfortunately do not have the numbers in front of me uh because i'd have to like you know all tab on my phone like switch switch the app and then i believe that would just cut off the recording uh but that was you know overall what what was the case uh in the market and in terms of the intraday moves uh certain stocks were showing uh you know some negative tendencies and it seemed as if things stagnated after approximately uh 12:30 to 1 pm so after that things were relatively flat is what i saw and uh Yeah, I mean it was very odd, especially uh, about the stocks that I was trading and I was looking at. They they just did not uh, offer a lot of opportunities during the day. So, one two opportunities at the start, that's fine. But during the day, you couldn't have really like you know bought and sold at the top and bottom because it was a bit uh, you know flat as I said. And neither here nor there is the feel that I got. Overall, the indices they performed. pretty well uh, and uh, all time highs for both if i remember correctly nifty did break it and uh, considering that bank nifty broke it yesterday and it is up today i'm sure that bank nifty also made a new all time high so yeah i mean if you look at those uh, aspects then yeah po- positive great day uh, but the individual stocks of course they always vary so as far as the fx market was concerned the currency markets I could not take a proper trade today. I thankfully I did uh, check, you know, the the prices and the charts at uh, 9 a.m. itself. I did not end up repeating the mistake. But while G G J P Y I N R was it or G B P I N R G both J P Y and G B P I N R uh, gave very faint signals, I decided to act uh, not act on them. because i thought that you know it's probably a bit risky especially given how uh wild the other currency pairs were and how unpredictable in general the market has been uh these past 2 3 days so i decided to skip on it uh and as it turns out both of them would have been wildly prof- uh, profitable uh trades for me 
So it sucks that I did not act on them. Probably the lesson for the day now that I think about it. Uh, but overall, uh, you know, that was it. USD INR, uh, based on how much I followed that uh, currency pair, it was all right. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, hesitation and uncertainty and indecisiveness is what I could make out. And that is why after a certain time, I just stopped tracking because uh, it was giving a buy signal, but I did not enter it because I knew that it was just neither here nor there. And it really did end up being neither here nor there. So uh, in that respect, I was right as far as the currency, that currency pair was concerned. But yeah, overall, um, that is what I observed. And I have posted GBPINR's uh, chart on my Twitter, which is pretty crazy. I do recommend looking at it. It is at Markets with KR if you want to check it out. And I do recommend checking it out. We'll move to Nifty now. Nifty is closing at 12,165, up 111 points, and which is roughly, or well, it is exactly 0.92%. And looking at the daily chart of Nifty, it uh, reminds me of what I said yesterday, that the higher highs and higher lows are working, uh, seem to be working well, and that 100 points uh, should ideally not be an issue uh, if it just wants to kiss the all-time high. Turns out it wanted to do a lot more than just kiss the all-time high because it ended up staying there. So that's a good thing, and you know it it does shows uh, it does show us that overall the day was positive, of course. Uh, however, if you rewind and if not rewind this episode, but if you rewind and if you listen to some of the previous episodes that uh, I've recorded, I have said that in the past what has happened with Nifty is it goes up, it makes a new all-time high, it retraces for a bit, it makes another all-time high, and then it just retraces uh, almost completely, approximately like 50% or so. Like a proper, proper retracement is what we see. And based on uh, that alone, I had mentioned that we should possibly be looking at those uh, mid-11,000 levels or uh, low-11,000 levels if a complete retracement is going to happen. And this is not going to happen overnight or over like one week. This is gonna, this is going to happen uh, possibly over a few weeks, a month or something like that. So that is the general continuation pattern that Nifty has been following. And this has been the case since quite some time. So uh, it might possibly go up a bit from where it's at or it might just consolidate right here. Uh, we might, and again, we might not see those uh, corrections and and that retracement happening overnight. It it might happen soon, is what I'm saying. So, as far as tomorrow is concerned, uh, possibly profit booking, or people might just be super happy and ecstatic that it was an all-time high, so they might end up buying more. So the prices might rise. So I feel tomorrow is a very interestingly placed day. Uh, possibly even a doji considering that uh, you know how even uh, both the sides sound so that's my view on nifty as a whole again i haven't made any notes uh, yet so what whatever levels i'm talking and whatever chart patterns that i'm saying they are purely based on memory so uh, you know it's 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 something which might sound a bit rough uh, and sound a bit less prepared compared to the previous episodes but my thoughts are as uh, as you know well thought of as before so that that is not an issue this episode of course i will have to make separate segments for the days gainers and losers 
because it's something which you know is a bit odd for me to do uh, while you know recording and looking at the at the chart simultaneously so bear with me on that and uh, let's move to the day's gainers now all right sorry for that little break and uh, that little pause that's because i'm back home now so hopefully it'll be much quieter uh, but it but it's also like 11:20 right now so i'll, I'll also be very quiet uh, so it's like you know <laughs> there there was one negative thing in in the traffic recording and there's this negative thing in this recording so it sort of evens everything out anyway uh, onwards with nifty's gainers we've got tata steel leading the pack it's at 440.55 it's up 4.64% and it looks quite odd on the daily chart and tata steel has always looked a bit odd on the daily chart there are plenty of gaps uh, but it it looks very interesting and i i think it it you know the way it's placed right now is is very interesting i feel so i i do recommend looking at the chart and uh, it, this is also one of the trades for the day that i've taken so you know stay tuned for my my trade section to know more about that the next gainer for for the day was airtel and it was closing at 441 up 4.54% and it took support from that previously mentioned 419 420 level and uh, yeah so that level worked very very well what is interesting uh, and this is all this is something that i always say that whenever news based factors tie in almost perfectly with uh, you know the technicals it makes me very happy and excited so just today the government said that they will be extending the iuc charges thing till the end of next year so basically the telcos have until then to collect all that revenue uh, which is a good thing obviously so that might have also been why airtel saw a 4.5% up move the losers for the day were sun pharma and gail sun pharma was 429.7 closing down 1.25% and looks like the gap was filled here so overall uh, sun pharma looks very iffy right now it would definitely not be uh, a stock which i would invest in gale uh, 120.15 closing down 0.87% looks like a very unusual slowdown on the daily chart not too long ago it would have been a pretty decent pick pure and you know that's because it just continued rising very consistently but it seemed like it hit a speed breaker today so i'm curious to see if uh, you know there was some news based uh, impact on the market or whether there was some profit booking happening which m- just might have been the case so that is where gale stood and uh, we moved to bank nifty now bank nifty closed at 32140 it's up 166 points or 0.52% and it also hit its all time high today and we are seeing a very clear higher highs and higher lows pattern on bank nifty also and it looks like it is almost the beginning of beginning of a consolidation because the way that the candles are right now on the daily chart it looks very odd and interesting so you know i do recommend looking at the bank nifty chart also along with tata steel purely because it's so oddly placed i feel and there are a lot of gaps also so just just look at it it's very interesting 
the day scandal was almost like a spinning top uh, except you know the you know the the middle part of a candle i don't know what it's called the middle part of a candle was quite thick compared to you know your regular spinning tops or dojis that you would normally see so that was very interesting to see on bank nifty and uh, rough few candles in the past few days so i'm curious to see what happens tomorrow and yeah i feel that this might just be the the start of uh, might be happening and this would be very much in line with what i spoke about in nifty's analysis that it made an all time high it made a new all time high and then it might just consolidate and then retrace because that's what we've seen in the past so that's my take on bank nifty coming to the top gainers for bank nifty we've got yes bank leading the pack it is at 47.65 closing up 1.82% and honestly there is no point for me to look at the chart because we already know that it has or rather it had gap resistance now it's on its way to overcoming and filling that gap so idly till 50 rupees we should really there's no need to look at the chart because that gap thing is always going to be there and yeah that that's yes bank the next pick uh, the next gainer was pnb it's uh, it's at 64.65 up 1.49% and it's near the resistance zone to me it looks like now the thing with pnb is that it is affected heavily by news that's because it it's it's had some uh, you know interesting to say the least uh, loans that it's given out so that's why it, it gets tumbled here and there because of news and it's also one of the stocks which if you invest into it it's it's a very odd choice in my opinion because it's not really uh something which people are actively investing in right now because of all of these factors so pnb looks like a very weird pick to me right now uh where it stands even though it is the gainer for the day especially because it is at a resistance zone so let's see if it can breach that then it's great otherwise it might be featured in our top losers which coincidentally idfc first bank is the first gainer uh first loser not not the gainer it's at 42.85 down 0.46% which is not that much in my opinion and yesterday i had talked about how idfc first bank was at resistance level and it really 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 needed to find support at lower levels it was unable to do so clearly which is why it slipped down and that's not a good sign of course the next loser for the day is axis bank and it's at 745.25 it's down 0.27% and looks like it's just retracing from the resistance uh, if you look at the daily chart it will be very evident why this is happening so again do look at the daily chart is going to be quite uh, you know quite interesting because it explains a lot of things especially uh, you know in today's gainers and losers the daily chart would help you understand so many things just by looking at it it's it's not even funny like You, it, you do not need indicators it is that simple to understand just resistance and support zones are enough uh, at least for most of the gainers and losers today i feel so let's move to my trades now so not a lot of trades today uh, but very interesting overall as a trading day for me and uh, my father actually said that i use the right process now he is someone who uh, really values 
the process of trading and the trading systems and all of those things rather than just you know the pnl amount because he says that once you nail down the process uh you know your pnl can always follow but then if you're just blindly chasing the pnl then you might end up screwing your process up and then that is really not good trade practice in the long run so according to him my process was uh, more or less right so that's a very interesting thing uh, because these past few days he's always been telling me that hey why did you do this hey that was that that could have been done better so it was good that uh, i'm i'm glad that somehow i i was able to sort of improve on that and uh, yeah become better so my trades for the day were lnt this was approximately a minus 1 1.5% roi the next trade which was my carried forward trade from yesterday was maruti maruti as you might have known as you might have seen it opened with a massive gap up and uh, then it just took a massive dump so i was i was holding a short position which is why i had like a 7-8% minus roi on the future so that happened but the good news is that uh, well partially the good news is that i was able to uh, sort of you know compensate or set off uh, a huge chunk of that uh, by shorting more maruti so i did that at approximately its peak and then i i did like chunks of maruti as it went down and that gave me uh what was it that was like a 4.5% roi so that's what i got on maruti the next and the final trade was tata steel and this could have been a killer trade i think this would have been the first one uh, where i would have gotten 100 plus percent roi unfortunately i was not able to do that and uh, or well at least close to 100% roi unfortunately i was not able to do that because i exited early and i was only able to get like a uh, 17 or so percent roi which is still pretty good i mean i'm definitely not complaining it's just that it could have been so much more it's not even funny so tata steel very interesting tra- trade if you are wondering why i exited early it's because uh this is the first time that i traded tata steel and i just wanted to be on the safer side especially with, after booking a loss on maruti early on in the day so i really wanted to be on the safer side which is why i exited early uh but that's fine you know that that just means that i have more uh you know exploring to do as far as tata steel and the other stocks are concerned so those were my trades for the day we'll move to the lessons i learned today now so my lesson for the day is related to maruti and uh, it's not related to the process over pnl thing because i'm somewhere in the middle of that uh, sort of debate because i feel that while the process is, is important ultimately you know you aren't really trading for your process you're trading for the pnl uh what you know that that's a very interrelated complex thing in my opinion which is why this is that is not the lesson for the day the lesson for the day instead is reenter and dominate and the reason why i'm saying that is because had i lightly accepted the tc uh, the maruti futures loss then i would have been out like 7-8% but i re-entered into the short position and i was able to you know make up for a, a decent chunk of it so in order for you to do that 
oddly enough, you have to understand that if you have that sort of ego that, hey, how dare this stock take my money, I'm going to show who's, show it who's boss and then like make double, that is not the right approach because that is something that I used to do with TCS. I got extremely irritated. If you remember, there was one literally one week where I took TCS trades and then I ended up paying a massive price for that. So do not do that. Instead, look at it with a calm, peaceful mind. See if it's fitting within your risk appetite and uh, take the trade, pull the trigger. It works out, it doesn't work out. You know, that that really depends. But do not hesitate to repair your trade that way. Had I not re-entered into Maruti today, it would have been much more in the red than it already was. It was a mild red uh, thanks to Maruti and Stata Steel. It would have been a proper red if had it had it not been for those two stocks. So do not ever forget to like re-enter and dominate if it allows you, if it gives you a move. Again, if it is not giving you a move, do not just enter for the heck of it. You might feel that, hey, it already climbed like 1%. I'm going to short it. I'm going to short like 10 times the original position size. You might just end up getting burned because it might be like it just goes up 5% after that. And then you'll be like just... Uh, sitting and wondering that holy shit what happened so make sure you enter re-enter carefully but do not like hesitate too much to re-enter if it fits within your uh, system because you might feel that hey this already robbed me uh, but you know it's it's all your psychology at play so that's my lesson for the day because that is something that I did today and yeah Hope this was insightful, informational, and helpful for you. Uh, Again, I really, really, really hope that uh, you are not already asleep. I know that this episode was a bit off. Uh, That's purely because it was recorded at two different places. And right now, uh, it's it's extremely late. And I end up making so many weird, silly mistakes uh, late at night. So, 100% my fault. Um, But I am going to... Uh, you know, make sure that all of this is uh, rectified ASAP. So do not worry about that. Hopefully, I will not have to repeat. Uh, ho- I hope you did not sleep or fall asleep every single uh, time. Uh, but yeah, let's see what what happens. Uh, KR signing out. Happy trading tomorrow.